live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. He did see exactly what's going on at the border. He didn't talk to any migrants, and he didn't go anywhere that people actually cross illegally. Why not? But he also, but he met, uh, he went to the, the Migrant Center, which was a, a critical, place, critical place to be. When you think about the partners, uh, who, who are uh, our partners who are helping uh, support uh, the migrants on the ground there. Uh, there happened to be no migrants at the facility at the time that he visited. But let's, but let's. Because El Paso has been crushed. The shelters are full. There are overflow migrants sleeping in the streets. And then it's just a coincidence that suddenly the president shows up and. Well, let me talk about what's going on in El Paso, right? El Paso uh, did go down significantly prior to the president's visit uh, by about 70%. And that's a good thing, Peter. That's a good thing that we, we've seen the, the numbers go down. That's a good thing. And, that is something that wow. uh, we should be saying, okay, that's a good job there. Uh, it has helped ease pressure all across the community, but the present visit uh, uh, had nothing to do with it. Uh, and so, look, again, what? Uh, we went to, he went to a migrant center. Uh, he went to one of the busiest port of entry, which is in El Paso. Uh, and uh, and so the president got to see. He went to the border. He got to see for himself. Talking to, we've always been very clear that we were going to. He was going to talk to the people on the ground uh, who was who who's working on the border. Uh, and that's what you saw. You saw him meet with uh, the CBP. Uh, you saw him meet with partners on the ground, as I just stated, uh, who deal with migrants and their families. And the president also is going to continue to call on uh, Congress to take action. Look, the president has been doing the work. Uh, and if you think about the record funding, he has done, uh, he has done more than any prior, re prior president to wow. secure the border and build a safe, orderly, and humane immigration system. And that's what the president has been able to do. We've got 23,000 agents working to secure the border and we'll soon be hiring 300 more. Uh, that's what the president has uh, done here. And so, uh, again, he went down there, he saw for himself, uh, and, uh, and I'll just leave it there. And she'll just leave it right there. Uh, you know, I bet her house smells like a strip club. I bet her house smells like a dirty mop. Like a wet, moist, dirty, disgusting mop. I'll bet you. I cannot stand listening to a person who has zero intelligence and no sense to even make up a story. You're not even making up a story. Uh, again, Peter, the president went down there. It was cleaned up 70% prior to his arrival. Thank you for telling us the truth. Yeah, we knew that. And, you know, he went down there and, and it was all about talking. And we did talk. And this president has done more than any other prior president for the border. Then why is there a five-time increase? A five-time increase at the border of people that we know about. Oh, she is so, so disgusting. But that wasn't the end uh, of Peter Ducey. New? Hold on. Uh, and how that wasn't the end of Peter Ducey grilling, uh, grilling her. I love here how he, he uses uh, Biden's own words against him about these... Uh, about these classified documents that keep being found. Check this out. Peter Ducey. These documents. How could anyone be that irresponsible? Isn't that what this president says about mishandling classified documents? The president spoke to this personally. He spoke to this personally. And he, again, he believes that uh, classified documents and information should be taken seriously. He takes them seriously. And he was surprised it's, it's to learn by any, any records. Had been. 
I disagree. I disagree. Here's what happened. I disagree. Here's what happened once. Then why his, is there a Justice Department? Well, let me let me explain to you the process. Here's what happened. <laughs> the process. When, uh, his lawyers found out that the documents were there. They immediately turned them over uh, to their archives. But they were but there. But they in the immediately them, turned them they, over to the archives. The right I'm not going to I'm not going to go into specifics, but I'm going. I, what I am reiterating to you is what you heard from the president yourself. Peter, uh, which is how he saw the process and how he respects and truly uh, uh, respects and takes this very seriously, oh, and yeah. when he knew uh, and how surprised he was by it and the actions that uh, the the right actions that the lawyers took. Oof. Again, this is under this is under investigation is, is under review <sighs> by the Department of Justice, Ooh. and we're going to let that process continue. Not investigation. Not she didn't want to say the word investigation. She just wanted to say under. Review. Uh, he was so surprised. He was so surprised when, when these were found. Guess what? Garbage pail kid of the White House. Mean, gene, obscene, Kareen. Ign uh, ignorance is not innocence. Ignorance is not innocence. What a piece of work she absolutely is. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, LFA TV. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you very much. It's a blessing to do, to do this job. Excuse me real quick. <coughs> I got the case of the Hillary's. <coughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. I got an email last night from somebody who said, you know, I can't watch your show anymore. I can't watch your show anymore because you've become, you've become so different than you used to be. And you are so far from the Lord. And you say you're humbled, but every day you're getting further and further away from being humbled and this, that, and the other. And they gave me this, you know, book-long uh, reason of, of why I'm so bad and uh, love me and love my family. Think we're doing a great job. Probably will never watch again. My I know you're probably going to give me a long-winded response to each and everything that I said about you, this, that, and the third. And my response was, Thank you very much for your suggestions and your kindness. God bless you. Have a great evening. And so for the rest of you, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so very much. And we've got a big, huge, huge show lined up for you guys today titled, It's a New Day and Karma is a dot, dot, dot. I will allow you to fill in the dots. How about that, folks? Anyway, we've got, uh, like I said, we've got a big show lined up. We're going to be talking about this, this, uh, this other batch of classified documents that the sniffer and thief was hiding, you know, hiding Biden, hiding classified documents now, obviously. We're going to be talking about Hunter Biden and how charges are going to be knocking on his doorstep very, very soon. Big news, big update on the death of Seth Rich, uh, the CIA actually being the ones involved with uh, Watergate. Uh, Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler, the entire left wing of the House, is actually melting down and losing their minds from losing power to being investigated to not being able to kill babies anymore. We've got uh, uh, a new vaccine getting ready to come out to repair the damage of the old vaccine. Now, I know we've talked about that before. We've got a partnership with BioNTech and the CCP, and we're going to be talking about the RNC chair vote today. Thank you all for being here with me. I really do appreciate it. I want to read for you, if I may, a couple emails that we got as I was doing emails last night at 9.30 when I uh, got a book of why nobody's going to watch me anymore. Uh, here was a couple that were really nice, actually. Hi, Jeremy. Don't know if this will reach you. Please know you have a silent MAGA following. I've watched you since you were on the back porch. I don't chat except two times on your live shows. Please know that you touch more hearts and souls than I'm thinking you will ever know. God, Jesus have become my friends because of you. Not a preacher. That says a lot about you in my book. Well, thank you very much, Tracy. I pray for you, your family, and the entire LFA family. If you see Mr. One Bears in the chat, that's me, a 63 young, years young woman from the great state of Texas, proudly born and raised, a farm girl from Kansas. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you, Tracy. God bless you. I appreciate you. Now, again, folks, uh, not that I... Um, 
Not that I get mad when I see, you know, criticizing or critical messages, but when you have to write like 75 paragraphs about how bad I am, uh, clearly you've not been here all the time because it's very different. And I would say a lot more pleasant to be here than it has been in recent past. I'm just saying, um, I forgot to mention, I rumble you every day and thank you for raising money for the LFA family, uh, and Eli, God bless you, sir. Thank you very much. No, I like, I like getting emails from everybody, even the ones that uh, hold my feet to the fire. Uh, but some of them, I'm just like, oh, my lanta. Anyway, folks, let's go to the verse of the day today. What a great morning we had on Rise Up. And uh, we titled the, the show and the verse, You Were Not Made to Fit In. You were not made to fit in. You were made to stand out. So all you people out there with low self-esteem and have a very uh, terrible view of yourselves or a terrible image of yourselves, understand and realize God does not make mistakes. So if you view yourself as, as that, you are entirely wrong and you're not made to fit in. So stop trying to stand out and be a soldier of God. Here we go. Ephesians 5:14 says, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper. And arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. I bawled like a baby while titling this show today, and it's all because of Jim Caviezel. If you are not familiar with him, he played Jesus in Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. And if you ever listened to or watched Jim Caviezel before, uh, if, you, if you've never, then I highly suggest you do so. He is a man very close to God. And every time I hear him speak, the Holy Spirit jumps for joy inside of me, similar to how Elizabeth's baby, John the Baptist, jumped in her womb when Mary, the mother of Jesus, came to visit. He has a way with how he presents the word. It's truly incredible. Um, where was I here? I lost my place. He has a way with how he presents the word. I lost my place. How come I can't find my... Anyway, either way, folks, he, uh, he, quote, he was quoted saying, you weren't made to fit in. You were made to stand out. And that's why we titled the show that this morning. Folks, do you know how special that made me feel as a person, as an individual, as a human, as a father, as a husband? One thing that a lot of us struggle with is lack of love and loneliness. We don't feel special. That is the devil making you think terrible things about yourself. So ask yourself this, if you are so terrible, then why did God make you? Are you saying that his design is flawed or a fake or fraud? This cannot be. The design is wonderful and good. Just like when God created the universe and at the end of every day, the word says, and it was good. So the problem isn't God's design. The problem is your perception of God's design. It's fake. It's not real. What you're seeing and what you're feeling, it's an illusion. You are loved. You are so special, so wanted, and so needed. More than anything in all of existence. This is not me giving you a pep talk like some kind of emotional motivator. This is me telling you the truth. I hope it motivates you. But either way, it's the truth and you need to know it. If you allow yourself to become visible then you are in God's light. Awake and arise, child. You are needed. And I am calling you to join our eternal family in heaven. Can you do that today? Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Barb Naylor says, I know I'm someone because God don't make any junk. That's incredibly correct. That is incredibly correct. Oh, yeah, we told a, a heck of a story, Lord Fisher's, uh, Lord's 
Fishy says that barber stop barber shop story though. Yeah, if you missed that, you're definitely gonna want to go back and check that out. But here we go. Let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of the day while you guys share, 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 and get us to five thousand live viewers and two thousand live rumbles. Here we go. Another batch, another batch, another batch, another day, and karma is a you-know-what. Joe Biden has had another batch of classified documents found. Now, this was actually found before my night show yesterday, okay? I had already had my show done. I saw that they were found. I didn't want to just report on it in real time, not knowing anything about it, not having read any story about it whatsoever. Uh, So I just wanted to give it until today. Of course, it was the talk all night. All the news stations were talking about it, including the left-wing news stations. Just like we said after the, uh, the House vote, my, 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 how the world seems to be changing its tune very quickly, right? How the world seems to be um, changing its tune very quickly on Trump, on Biden, on what's right and what's wrong. Folks, in the last two weeks, we have seen God on public national TV, ESPN and others. We've seen people openly praying. Things are happening. Things that only people like you can see. And I'm not just saying just this audience, but people like you. Joe Biden's aides found at least one more batch of classified documents at another location. The first batch of classified documents were obviously found at the Penn Biden Center. It is unclear when or where the second batch was discovered by Biden's aides. Since November, after the discovery of the documents with classified markings in his former office, Biden aides have been searching for any additional classified material that might be in other locations he used, said the source who spoke to the condition or on the condition of um, of being anonymous to provide details about the ongoing inquiry. The classification level number and precise location of the additional documents was not immediately clear. It is also not immediately clear when the additional documents were discovered and if the search for any classified materials Biden may have from the Obama administration are complete. Now, what I have heard from last night until today is that they are going their best so there's this is this is so complicated really because you have to ask yourself why is this happening and why is it happening now okay why is this happening and why is it happening now because they found these documents apparently back in November okay and we're just hearing about it now well the reason why we're hearing about it now is because we took the house that is why we're hearing about it now Okay, but then you've got to think to yourself, if Trump is so ingrained and involved with draining the swamp, even from Mar-a-Lago, and he has worked his way into the Republican Party as the leader of the party so much that he even had sway and brokered the deal as the leader of the deal in the House of Representatives last week. And you go all the way back to him saying, look, I need to leave right now. And as I step aside, you guys will see exactly what's gone on. And then when they raided Mar-a-Lago, you saw a lot of people saying Trump orchestrated this. Do you remember that conversation? Now, a lot of us had a hard time, uh, you know, in, in reality, logically at that point, thinking that Trump orchestrated his own um, his own raid. Right. But some of us were thinking, well, it sounds very it's it, it sounds very odd. In one hand, you definitely have. The, the, the swamp and the left coming after him at all costs, no matter what. So for them to come and make up a story about having nuclear codes or classified documents, X, Y, Z, that's not surprising. The raid is not even that surprising. What is surprising, though, is how they found absolutely nothing. And what's also surprising is that for them to kickstart this and what triggered this was people at Mar-a-Lago saying, just kind of like this here, hey, 
we might we've seen some stuff going on here. There might be something that you need to look at here. We think that there's documents here, which triggered the National Archives to go to, to go look for documents, which triggered them to go down there to begin with, which triggered them to look through the documents and say, look, everything looks okay. Uh, just make sure everything's under lock and key. And then later on, the FBI agents come. They search his house in Mar-a-Lago, find nothing, obviously. They search Bedminster in New Jersey. They find nothing, obviously. They, serp- they search all of Trump's... Um, uh, all of Trump's properties, including in New York, find nothing, obviously. So the question still does remain, at least in my mind, is that did Trump somehow maybe orchestrate or be involved in baiting these people so that when the House of Representatives took over like he knew they would, like we all knew that was going to happen, that the The reason why he baited them was to get them to set a precedent. And if they set that precedent going after him like he would, folks, remember, Trump is a master at playing with the media. And now that he's been in D.C., you can't tell me that he's not a master of playing with the politicians now. He knows exactly how to use them. And you know he's always like a person with a a laser pointer with a cat. So, again, I have to say, it does beg the question... All of this could have been a massive strategic effort by the right people to corner these scumbags in the same way that they tried to corner Trump, but by pointing the finger at him and all of us at exactly what they were doing. And I got to say, because after Donald Trump Jr.'s statement yesterday, it seems more this is likely. It seems more like... What I just explained is likely because Trump was talking about Biden and Obama doing stuff like this back in his presidency. He was talking about them hiding information and going to Ukraine. And where's the, uh, the transcripts of these conversations? Trump knew that there was missing materials from the Biden and, or from the Obama administration, which Biden was a part of, that had to do with Ukraine, um, uh, Burisma, Hunter Biden, and all that. Trump knew there was missing documents. How much did he know? Obviously, he knows more than you and I. He had all the classified intel. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying that one way or the other, one way or the other, that it was orchestrated. What I'm saying here is that everything Trump said was going to happen is literally playing out. If you go back to that speech that he gave on the tarmac when he left D.C. in 2021, everything that he said was going to happen is happening right now. Now, I'm not saying that 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 is what happened or what isn't what happened. What I'm saying is it's just really odd that all of this is happening right now. So they find a second batch. And then you got Mean Gene Kareen. Well, <laughs> we looked at it. We did the right thing. Ignorance is not innocence. And if you want to know why Trump is so sure about what's going to happen, if you want to know, how is this guy always right? Because aren't we coined every day by saying, well, Trump was right. Trump was right. Trump was right. Trump was right again. Trump was right again. Trump was right again. So American Patriot 7172 says, Jeremy, the X-22 report says the very same thing. And I don't even watch X-22 anymore. I used to when I had time, but I haven't watched that in two years. So it seems to me like everybody's starting to figure, people on our side are starting to figure out if Trump is so sure of we're not going to let it happen, this is going to happen, and then we're going to do it this way, we're going to watch this happen, and it's going to hurt America, but don't matter. Don't worry, we're going to fix all that, then he must be at least part of a bigger strategic and orchestrated plan than you and I even know. So, you told me I wasn't Christian because I'm Catholic. I was hurt by that, but I'm... I didn't tell you you weren't Christian because you were Catholic. No, 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 no. If you're talking about me, I didn't say that about you. I said Catholics desperately want to be Christians because they are. But the Catholic Church does everything they can from preventing Catholics from being one with Christ and in a relationship with Christ without inserting themselves in between that relationship. 
Just saying. Now, moving on. So we have the second batch within a week. Now we hear from Conrad Hoyt at Overnight News, and he's the editor there, that charges against Hunter Biden are just around the corner. Very imminent. Hunter Biden could reportedly soon face charges concerning alleged illegal tax deductions as Republicans continue to investigate Joe Biden's son and whether the president himself engaged in illegal efforts to profit from his position and protect his son. Folks, do you think, do you think that possibly the left is trying to throw Joe Biden under the bus as fast as they quickly can? Maybe with the document stuff, so that all of the really bad stuff, they're, they're going to hope that, that everybody just leaves it alone. Everybody just leaves it alone. You've heard Lauren Boebert, you've heard Matt Gates, you've heard MTG, you've heard Kevin McCarthy. All these people in the last two days said, it's time to investigate every aspect of the Bidens. Do they think that maybe, just maybe, that they may be able to uh, set a precedent and throw Joe Biden under the bus, kill two birds with one stone with the classified document stuff? I mean, there's a lot of what ifs here. But again, we're never going to get to the bottom of the truth and, and, and we're never going um, to keep searching for stuff if we don't at least ima- imagine the, the, the possibilities of why this is all happening. But we know where it's going to end up because Trump told us where it's going to end up with him back in the White House and literally ripping the deep state to so many pieces and shreds that it will never be recognizable ever again. And you are 100% right, Annette. He is becoming a liability to the left. A big liability. Easy to throw old, uh, old uh, Captain Corn Pop under the bus to save the bigger picture, right? Or to keep the bigger picture hidden. And, we, and, and the reason why it's likely that they're throwing him under the bus because he's about ready to take down, you know, through him and through Hunter, it's going to take down everything. The reason why, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that they're willing to do that is because he's never been nothing more than a puppet, and they think it's going to stop the dogs, but it's not, because we're on the hunt. We are on the hunt. The report delves deep into the improper activity and allegations of illegality surrounding the president's son and how leading conservatives are trying to tie the president to his son's alleged illicit activity. Now, I'm reading this from the Washington Examiner, which really isn't a Trump fan, by the way. At all. However, while investigations have uncovered contact between Joe Biden and his son over the latter's business activities, including when the president found out about his son's board seat at Burisma and called to say, I hope you know what you are doing. The report says the full scope of the investigations have yet to, be, to offer Republicans the smoking gun they are looking for. I beg to differ. The smoking gun is in the laptop. The smoking gun is everything that Tony Bobolinsky already gave over. The difference between uh, the world knowing it and us knowing it is the mainstream media trying to hide it. But the mainstream media is now openly not trying uh, to cover for Joe and Hunter anymore. That is how you know they're throwing them under the bus. Now, being a president, he can pardon. He can pardon Hunter Biden. He probably will. Who knows? But if the Democrats are really throwing Joe Biden under the bus right now, and they can claim something about the 25th Amendment and him not being competent, just like we all know he's not. We can't make that decision competently. He's gone. He's lost it. I think we're seeing a big downfall of Joe Biden, and I think you're going to see the left contributing to that downfall of Joe Biden so that they can try to stop Trump from coming in. Their only hope now is to try to get rid of Biden as quickly as possible and get somebody competent in there. And I'm not even talking about Kamala. Folks, they are grooming Gavin Newsom. They are grooming Gavin Newsom. Make no mistake about it. And we knew that ever since we saw Gavin Newsom at the White House. Now I want to give a big update on Seth Rich, folks. If anybody remembers Seth Rich, he was obviously um, the DNC employee who had a lot, who was leaking a lot of WikiLeaks stuff and then all, all of a sudden just murdered out of nowhere. The FBI did a massive investigation on it and then hid all of the evidence, said that it was a robbery even though nothing was stolen, even though his wallet was there fully intact. 
Ladies and gentlemen, a big, big update. Here we go. Exclusive. An attorney believes that evidence will soon be released that confirms that the FBI in 2016 investigated Seth Rich's laptop, knew that he supplied emails to WikiLeaks, and knew at that point that the Russia collusion at, at, was a complete and utter hoax and lie. And then all of a sudden, Seth Rich ends up dead. Now, this is not news to you and I, but the information, all of a sudden, just like the Biden classified information now, all of a sudden, just getting ready to come out, what has changed? What's changed? The House of Representatives being back in control of conservatives and real patriots and the infiltration of MAGA to the GOP and we took it over. And that is why everybody's running for their lives right now. Because MAGA literally is in control of DC right now. Nothing will move without the say-so of MAGA. And Kevin McCarthy is part of that puppetry. Ty Clevenger is the bulldog attorney who has been after the DOJ and the FBI for years to get to, get to the bottom of who supplied the DNCs and the Podesta emails to WikiLeaks. He believes he may, uh, that he may be only a few months away from knowing, and that would mean us as well. At least proof, solid proof. God bless you, Blockbusters, for the donation. Thank you. It's people like you that keep us going. Yesterday, attorney Ty Clevenger joined the Joe Hoft show on TNT Radio to discuss his case involving Seth Rich and the, DOC, the DNC and the Podesta emails that were released by WikiLeaks right before the 2016 election. We now know that there was no informant whatsoever that Russia hacked or no information that whatsoever that, that Russia hacked the DNC and stole emails and provided them to WikiLeaks. It was a lie perpetrated by the deep state by the left and the mainstream media for years to pin Russia as this uh, as bad and interfered in with, into the election by hacking into the DNC and releasing the emails. Do you want to know what's crazy about that? Nobody ever cared about the emails. They just cared about the hack, which, by the way, never happened. But if they could label Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad, and then tie Trump's name to the Russians, they could say that's how he interfered in the 2016 election. And now we all know that's a lie. It was perpetrated by the deep state and the mainstream media. This lie that the DOG finally, DOJ finally admitted in a hidden release of documents on late election night, November 3rd, 2020, and later in their court documents. Roger Stone and others were vindicated, but how the DNC and the Podesta emails made it to WikiLeaks was never addressed. It was revealed that the DOJ knew that the Steele dossier was a sham and a lie, and yet used this and the phony story about Russia collusion in an attempt, uh, in an attempted coup of the Trump administration. No one has been charged with sedition. No one has been charged with insurrection. No one has been charged with trying to overthrow the Trump administration to date. And yet this lie haunted the country, costed the country millions and millions of dollars for four years and destroyed everything that the Trump administration was trying to give back to the people. Now, Ty Clevenger has been attempting to get to the bottom of this and who supplied the DNC and the Podesta emails for years. And he knows it was the FBI, and he knows that it was Seth Rich. He knows the FBI found out about this. He knows the FBI, he believes the FBI had him murdered, killed him to keep him quiet, and then took all the evidence and said it was a robbery. This is something that you and I have speculated for years. Ty Clevenger, who's an attorney on this, says the truth will be out this year, and everybody will know what the FBI did. Folks, we found out this year that the CIA killed JFK. That was a big conspiracy theory, wasn't it? Wasn't it? It's been a big conspiracy theory that Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Mitt Romney, and the rest of the Uniparty scumbags have been um, funneling and, pet and, uh, and laundering money through Ukraine and making backdoor deals with, because of positions of power. That has been put out. We know that's the case, and nobody's been charged for that. That was a big uh, conspiracy theory, but we were right on that. And now we just found out that Watergate, 
was the CIA. The CIA infiltrated Watergate break-in as Nixon threatened to leak the CIA involvement in JFK's murder. So now we find out that all these years, Nixon was this bad guy. President Nixon was this bad, stone-cold bad guy. Richard Nixon was the worst. Do you know that prior to Watergate, Richard Nixon was like Trump? He was killing it. He was absolutely doing everything that the deep state of then and now would literally have chastised him for and tried to attempt a coup on him. He was, tell- he was threatening to release this information that the CIA killed JFK back then. And the CIA was a step ahead of Richard Nixon. Nixon was aware of the CIA's involvement in the JFK assassination, but he might not have known that the CIA was also the one involved in the Watergate break-in. A stunning report by Roger Stone at Stone Cold Truth shows that Nixon knew that the CIA was involved in JFK's assassination, but was unaware that the CIA was involved in Watergate. They pinned the whole thing on him. Folks, how long has the swamp been the swamp? How long? Obviously since before JFK. Has the swamp been the swamp since World War II? Were we ever what we thought we were? Was America ever thought uh, uh, was America ever what the world thought it was probably for a brief period of time probably for a brief period of time The reason why they want Trump dead it's not as easy to assassinate somebody today as it was back then not even close Not even close But the reason why they want Trump dead is because all of this stuff the swamp JFK all of it would not be known if it wasn't for Trump. It was known, but it wouldn't be in public view, and they wouldn't be forced to put this out like they're doing. How quickly they're changing their tune. How quickly they're changing their tune. Folks, this is an age of enlightenment, and you are part of the new greatest generation. Now, you know all that talk that you hear in, in, in QAnon and all this stuff about America is no longer a country, it's a corporation? They're not wrong about that. How long has it been a corporation? When do we take it back? Did we ever have it? Were we ever really free of Britain or did we, were we just given the illusion that we are these fighting red, white, and blue and that we took our, own, um, our, our freedom and, our, and made our own independence from Britain? Did we ever really? That's the real question. Long story short, it doesn't matter what happened before. It only matters what happens moving forward. And I can promise you, we are now a revived nation. We're having a revival of God, a revival of Jesus, and you are going to see a rebirth of what the founding fathers intended this country to be, and you guys will be at the forefront of it. And I am so very happy to be part of this with you. Isn't it a great time to be alive? Isn't it a great time to be a Christian? Isn't it a great time to be an American? I think so. Let's have a toast to that if you have your field of greens with you. And ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a perfect time to go ahead and give Field of Greens a big, 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 huge shout out. So, folks, if you need your daily, take those off now. If you need your daily amount of fruits and vegetables and you are not getting them, if you lack energy, if you lack focus and you want an organic way to solve that, if you want to put into your body the same thing that God intended Adam and Eve to put in their bodies, plenty of fruits and vegetables that are grown right here on God's green earth, how are you going to do that today in a world of hustle and bustle and in a world where it would cost you hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month to have the organic experience from farm to table. It would be pretty difficult these days. Not if you got field of greens, one scoop, boom, one bottle of water, boom, there you go, you're done. Drink it and boom, watch your life change. It's that easy. Field of greens, the regular, the wild berry, the lemon lime, and the raw, which has no organic stevia sweetener in it at all. Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens.com. Use promo code LFA and join in with us, folks. Join in with us. Now, 
I got a lot more to get through, so I'm just going to plow right through. I hope you're along with me. Please, ladies and gentlemen, please rumble this video. Rumble this video. That just means like the video. Click the thumbs up. Everybody who's watching on Roku, Fire Stick TV, thank you for joining in as well. If you're listening on the podcast or maybe you're watching on the app, LFA TV app, thank you for being here. I've not popped up the Rumble chat, uh, I don't think, today, so let's go ahead and do that now. Oh, I did earlier, but let's pop it up again. There we go. Love my field of greens, says Barb Naylor. I like the lemon lime. Raw is sold out. Okay, thank you very much. I will, uh, I'll see when they come back. Jeremy, tell people they will need to spend more money on haircuts from FOG. That's right. It does help your hair growth. I mixed these with my aminos. I'm a Wildberry fan. Someday, I pray I can try it. Well, we're going to be sending out some Field of Greens this Friday to some people. So um, we're going to be giving some away to those who can't afford it. Um, Jeremy, loving the show today. Well, thank you very much, Kelly. God bless you. I love that you're loving the show today. Cash Patel told Charlie Kirk that Kevin McCarthy has the power to have people with indictments arrested, even if they fled to another country and have them held in jails. Well, that's amazing. I, uh, the House Speaker has a lot of power, folks. A lot, House Speaker has a lot of power, but it's a good thing we kind of split that power up, I believe. I'm wearing my armor of God sweatpants. Well, that is awesome. Folks, by the, oh, look at that. Kelly says, I've lost 49 pounds, and it all started with Field of Greens. Well, there you go. There you go. Live testimony. And folks, by the way, next week we're putting a massive overstock sale on JeremyHarrell.com. It's going to be called the $15, uh, $15 an item overstock sale. And everything in there will be $15. So massive, massive overstock sale coming to JeremyHarrell.com. Okay, Adam Schiff is big mad, ladies and gentlemen. What are we supposed to do when we find all these people destroying our government, all these people using our government uh, to their own advantage? What in the heck do they expect us to do? Adam Schiff is mad. The left is mad. Everybody is so mad right now because the House of Representatives is just trying to do their dang job, just trying to do the job that the American people want. Well, Adam Schiff has now been removed from committees, but not only is Adam Schiff removed from committees, Adam Schiff was involved in the weaponization of the DOJ. Adam Schiff was involved in the weaponization of the FBI. Adam Schiff was involved in the weaponization of the House of Representatives and committees that should have never, ever existed. And ladies and gentlemen, when this is all said and done and these committees to investigate the weaponization of all of this, you're not only going to see high, high-profile people in the White House that are involved and high-profile people that are in these uh, alphabet agencies that are held accountable. It's going to come down to Adam Schiff, too. He was right there. He was instructing and giving power to these alphabet agencies to do this. And watch how mad he is at this new oversight committee to investigate weaponizing our alphabet agencies because he's part of it. He's not happy. Check it out. The committee will also seek to discredit law enforcement like the FBI, who are so important in the fight against domestic violent extremism. Republicans in Congress just don't care. The greatest threat, the greatest terrorist threat to our country comes from violent right-wing militia groups and their sympathizers, and Republicans in Congress just don't care. They just don't care the greatest threat to the world today is white supremacy and white nationalism and republicans just don't care (laughs) we did it we did it joe no adam shifty shift we don't care you little shift head we do not care we do not care about what you have to say. We do not care. Do we, do we need to make it a, a, a Dr. Seuss book for you? We do not care. We do not want any of your crap anymore. We don't want you crying. We don't want your rhetoric. We don't want your policies. We don't want your demands. Nobody cares about you. You are once again irrelevant, my friend. And you are a dumb dumb. And we're coming after you. Two years ago, I sat right, maybe not in front of this camera, maybe it was another camera, it was a different camera, and it was in another studio. And two years ago, I sat right here and I looked in the camera and I said, we're coming for you. We're coming for all of you. How many people remember that? How many people remember 
when we made that statement here on LFA, it wasn't in this studio. It was in another studio. It was in a less uh, highly produced environment. And I looked at the camera and I said, we are coming after every single one of you and you can bet your bottom dollar that we're going to get you. Let's see in the comment thread. I just put it up right here. And let's see how many people remember this because I want to make sure that I wasn't dreaming. Joe Bo, Bad Moon, yes, like yesterday. I remember. I do. Me. I do. I do. The shift rolls downhill, says Duke. Look at that. Look at how many people remember this. And isn't it a shame the people that left live from America because they said, oh, they're always promising things that we that never deliver. They're always promising things that never come true. We're not clairvoyants and we're not prophets. But what we are is determined, blessed, favored, and very, very, very upset with how you treated us. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, we are coming for you. So there he is, Adam Shift, all Adam Shifty Shift, all upset, folks, that we're coming after him. Do you want to know who else is very upset? Jerry Nadler and the rest of the left. Why? Not because we're coming after each and every one of them, because Jerry Nadler's involved in this too. Don't forget that the penguin who poops his pants on live TV. Don't forget, folks, we're coming after you too. But Jerry Nadler's very upset. I want to play this for you, this video for you, but before I play it, I want to let you know why he's upset. Because House Republicans have put forward another bill. And in this bill, it will ban killing babies that are born alive. Now, you know that there's a lot of states that allow abortions even after the baby is born. You can still kill that kid. And in some states, even days after it's born. Well, this new bill that's just put forward by the House of Representatives would ban killing babies born alive. And the Democrats voted across party lines yesterday against this bill. 210 Democrats who were there, because you can't vote proxy anymore. 210 Democrats who were there. By the way, the other two Democrats should be fired because they're not doing their dang job. But 210 Democrats who decided to show up all voted against this bill. They all voted to kill a baby that's born alive. How sickening. How sickening. Let's go ahead and show Jerry Nadler and how mad he is. The problem with this bill is not that it makes anything, that it is not that it provides any new protections for infants. The problem with this bill is that it endangers some infants what? by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital. Yes. Where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant, or it may not. That is the problem with this bill. It, it, it um, um, directs and, and mandates a certain medical care which may not be appropriate, which may be endanger the life of an infant in certain circumstances. Endanger the life? That's why we oppose this bill. Not the it, problem with on, this hold bill. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Endanger the life of an infant by killing it. We might endanger the life of an infant by killing it. We might endanger the life of an infant by killing it. Let me say it again. We might endanger the life of an infant by killing it. Taking it to the hospital. Could kill it. While we're trying to kill it. <laughs> does, it, does that, Eli, does that make sense to you? Does that make any sense to you whatsoever? We might endanger the life of the infant while we're trying to kill the infant. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lanta, ladies and gentlemen. Revelation will tell you that a cursed man is one who, who allows uh, a, a senseless... A cursed man is one who has no regard for the life of a child. We were a cursed nation, which is why it's so important that we did what we did. And we are now a pro-life generation. You're going to kill that baby by killing that baby. What are you doing? You're going to put that baby's, you're going to put that infant's life in danger by killing it. What are you doing? I, I don't know. Sorry. What do you, I don't know. 
Speaking of killing, ladies and gentlemen, somebody else is happy that somebody else died. Lead defense attorney for January 6th defendant Joe Biggs defends killing, defends the killing of Ashley Babbitt and says, quote, it was a great shot and I'm glad she's dead. White trashes, white trashes kind of pieces of poop, but used the word for Schiff. Joe Biggs, and I know Joe, I've known Joe for years, ladies and gentlemen. I've known Joe for years, ever since before the first mother of all rallies. Does anybody remember the, mo- the mother of all rallies? Anybody remember that? There's Joe Biggs. Used to be a huge movement, a huge voice in the, in the conservative MAGA movement, Right? Anybody remember Joe Biggs? I've done many, many, I, I, just like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I was side by side with Joe many times. Joe Biggs, an Army staff, staff sergeant and former InfoWars reporter who received two Purple Hearts during several tours in his uh, duty in Iraq and Afghanistan, has been detained in solitary confinement now for nearly 12 months. Biggs faces seditious uh, conspiracy charges and a 20-year sentence as the government alleges he was the ringleader during the Capitol siege on January 6th, Dan Hull is the lead criminal defense attorney representing the Proud Boys, decorated military veteran Joe Biggs in the seditious conspiracy trial taking place in Washington, D.C. Hull believes, this is his defense attorney, that slain Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt, who was murdered in cold blood on Capitol Hill by, uh, by what was his name, Mike... Uh, Detective Mike, uh, or, or, or Capitol Police Mike, I can't remember his last name. But anyway, he says, she deserved to die. He said, when I saw the picture of Babbitt, I thought it was a great shot. I'm serious. I'm glad she died, he said. I think she's a dumbass. Did you see some of what she did? This is Joe Biggs's defense attorney. Now, I'm not saying Joe Biggs has anything to do with this. I'm not saying Joe Biggs said it himself. What I'm saying is, this is Joe Biggs' defense attorney. See if I have this audio. And when I saw the picture, I, was, I said it was a great shot. I'm glad she died. I think she's a dumbass. For, she, did you see the film of what she did? Uh, banging on the door, uh... She's like, no, she's like a common criminal. I'm glad she's dead. That's Joe Biggs' defense attorney. Joe, hey, I know you can't watch this because you're in solitary confinement right now for something you either did or didn't do. But Joe Biggs, I worked with Joe Biggs many, 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 many times, side by side with that man. And I can't believe that Joe isn't going to... I would imagine Joe would fire this defense attorney immediately. Immediately. What an abs... Dan Hull. Dan H-U-L-L. Dan Hull is his name. I pray that Joe Biggs separates himself from that because I can't imagine that Joe would say that and I can't imagine Joe would want his attorney saying that. Like I said, known, him, known the guy for years. Known him for years. And, and probably most of you watched him on uh, uh, InfoWars anyway. Anyway, folks, uh, a new California law. We got to move to California real quick. I only got a few minutes left, okay? I only got a few minutes left. Uh, Moving to California real quick. A new California law allows 21-year-olds to have sex with 11-year-olds without registering as a sex offender. Yep. Yep. New California law allows 21-year-olds to have sex with 11-year-olds. SB 145 was passed, folks. 21-year-old can have sex with an 11-year-old and not be listed as a sex registry offender or on the sex registry as a sex offender. Democrats protect pedophiles at all costs. We must stop them. 
The Sex Offender Registration Act requires a person convicted of one of certain crimes as specified to register with law enforcement as a sex offender while residing in California or while attending school or work in California as specified. A willful failure to register as required by an act is a misdemeanor or a felony. This bill would exempt the mandatory registration under the act a person convicted of a certain offense involving minors if the person is not more than 10 years older than the minor themselves and if the offense is the only one requiring the person to register. There's California for you folks. Sick, twisted, disgusting, and demented. Sick, twisted, disgusting, and demented. Now, we're going to skip over this uh, story about uh, Moderna and this new vaccine. We'll get, we'll get to that later because we've got Mike Crispy coming up, and I do not want to cut into his time very much. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm also going to uh, reserve the RNC discussion for later as well. We'll talk about the RNC discussion later as well. I want to play you a video. Then I want to tell you something, and then I want to come back and play you another video. Let's go to the side-by-side. Folks, this is Mark Driscoll. And he is a uh, evangelist, a preacher, I would say, a uh, great guy. Uh, but I wanted to, I want to show you this. You're never going to hear political stuff like this out of, you know, most evangelist shows or most churches or anything like this. But this guy hits the nail on the head. Let's go with it. One of the most incredible moments in the history of our country. And I would just encourage you all to be praying for our president. You'll never hear this, but Joe Biden, you're a coward. You're a coward. You're a coward. You say you're a Christian. You say you love the Lord Jesus. You say that rights come from God, our creator. And you think that 62 million slaughtered lives is not nearly enough. And it's never too late to repent. And unless repentance begins at the top and flows down, then according to the last line of the Old Testament, if men don't have a heart for children, we're cursed. We live in one of the most... If men don't have a heart for children, we are cursed. Letting children die is not having a heart for children. Joan uh, uh, Nadler, Jerry Nadler, you don't have a heart for children, and you're cursed. And we didn't have a heart for children as a nation, and that's why we couldn't make America great again. But darn it, we're back, and we're better than ever. Thank God. All glory to God. Folks, your favorite president has announced his first public campaign event of 2023, and it will be in late January in Columbia, South Carolina. Late January, Columbia, South Carolina, Trump is coming to you in his very first campaign event. How cool is that? And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, I've got something to lead you out with today. I found this on the internet, and this is why I love the internet, stuff like this. I'll leave you with a smile before we get to Mike Crispy Unafraid. And hopefully, maybe, just maybe we'll see you in South Carolina. I don't know. Maybe not. We're gearing up for a CPAC, and maybe we'll have to hit uh, the February or the March Trump rallies to broadcast here on LFA TV. But anyway, we'll leave you with a smile. Here we go. Check it out. Trump is back. Tell a friend. Trump is back. Tell all your friends. Woo! Anyway, that's going to do it for live from America here at 11 o'clock Eastern time. Well, we're actually at 12 o'clock now. So anyway, Mike Crispy's unafraid. 
coming up next. Mike and Frankie have been absolutely killing it lately. You're not going to want to miss the show. And please, 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 I beg you, every one of you that rumbled this video, please, at the end of the day, go back and rumble all the LFA TV shows and let's take over Rumble's leaderboard. Get us all in that top 10 and it would be a sight to see for tomorrow. Let's see if we can... Call to action and see if we can do that. Anyway, Mike Crispy coming up next, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one. Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and keep your chest out. Keep that head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys. God bless. Have a great afternoon. Mike Crispy Unafraid coming up next. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel. Peace. That will